Welcome to a brand new edition of Bolts and Horns on the Drive Time Sports Podcast Network. I'm Jordan Buscarini alongside Vinny Rondinelli. And Vinny, we're bringing our first guest in studio. We've had guests over the phone, but this is our first guest in studio today. Oh yeah, guest star appearance. The one and only Dallas Leo's here today. Yeah, Hello everybody. To it's great to get you in, Dallas. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so for those who listen to the podcast, Bolts and Horns, it's a pro football show uh, with a little twist on it. Rams, Chargers, me being a Ram homer, Vinny being a Charger homer. Now we're adding some cheese to the mix. We're adding today. some cheese to it. Yeah, a little Wisconsin. <laughs> go, <here>. Pat, go. <laughs> well, there's plenty to talk about on the show. Definitely looking forward to it. And I say we just dive right into it today. Let's start by talking about Russell Wilson because, Vinny, you and I had this conversation last week on what the actual avenue should be for the Seattle Seahawks. And, and I think both of us kind of agreed here that maybe you should consider moving Russell Wilson. And I had a couple of people tell me you were crazy if you honestly believe that that's a logistic option, a realistic option. And to me, it was. It was a realistic option because we threw out some trade scenarios and it made sense that the one team that would target Russell Wilson in a trade was the New York Giants. And with the NFL draft right around the corner and the deadline being set for April 15th for him to sign this extension, it just seemed like pieces were kind of falling in place, right? And whenever there's smoke, there's yeah, fire. Oh, there, there was fire. There was something going on. You know, another thing, too, with the new CBA coming up, maybe, I don't know, what's he, he's going to get 35, 35 a year, basically. It's a lot we'll, of money. We'll round it up. We'll just say it's 35 <laughs> a year. We'll just average it or whatever. But that new CBA coming up, maybe the cap goes up another 10 or 15 million Probably. bucks. This yeah. might it's, not it's gone be up, as big It's as gone up think. 6 to 8 million a year in the last three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this league, you got to have an elite quarterback. Well... Yeah, you, you do, but and maybe I'm hooked on this idea of winning with a quarterback on a rookie scale contract. Maybe I'm just I'm just hooked on this because really, and I know that New Seattle did dominated. It. Seattle did do it ten years or five years ago. They did you know? do it. Uh, we watched Philadelphia do it. I know that Carson Wentz was out, but still having a starting quarterback who put together an MVP type year, you sure. would really have to go back and, and let's exclude the Patriots here. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. Jared Goff's on a rookie skill contract, right? The Rams have the uh, the ability to go out. They throw money all the way around. They go out, they get Marcus Peters. They get Indomitian Sioux. Uh, they get, you know, Tlaib. And then you take a look at Atlanta. They're probably the exception, right? Because Atlanta got to the Super Bowl with, with Matt, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matty Matt Ryan. Ice had a big, big contract. He had an MVP type year that year. He did. He did. He deserved the contract he got from he that year. Uh, but it's a copycat league. And so when you see the Eagles do it, and you see the Rams do it with a quarterback on a rookie skill you know, contract. I just wonder, maybe I'm hooked on this idea. That's part of the reason why I don't like it. Because Vinny and I had this conversation again last week. Seattle was most effective when Russell Wilson was not a, what's the word, a primary passing quarterback. Is that yeah, fair to say? The right? They, they built defense. their structure yeah. around defense and run, run the, the football. football. Yeah. I mean, something you have to do in that, in that region, in that division. Hey, come Thanksgiving, you better be playing your best football. And the teams that traditionally go into the playoffs hot are stopping the run and running the football. Mm-hmm. That's what Seattle did best. That's now, when they had their most success. But you look at you look at Seattle's roster right now, minus Russell Wilson. What do they got? Yeah, that's a good point. What do they have? Yeah, that's a good point because well, they don't have the Legion of Boom. So that's no. a great point. And it's on the flip side. This is why I'm kind of torn on it because you ask your question. You ask the question: Are they better with or without Russell Wilson? Are they as good without Russell Wilson? And the answer to I that say, is no. I say they're, no. I say they're, they're not. They're not. Yeah, they're not. Russell Wilson does a lot more in that locker room than than we know sitting here. Sure, he is now the leader of that team. Where before you had an Earl Thomas, you had a Richard Sherman voice. Pete Carroll's a great leader. But if he has no way to rally behind him to get the troops going in the locker room when he's gone, 
And Bobby Wagner was on a rookie contract right. at that time, too. Right, correct. So he's the only one left. Cam Chancellor's gone. Meebane's gone. Um, I wouldn't count Michael Bennett in that leadership kind of deal, no. but he was a solid player that no. moved around. Well, and, and no we, Earl Thomas. Yeah, like you said, that Legion boom. The whole defense has been it, rebuilt. It's completely different. And, so and, it's a different team. You know, as to what Dallas said about Matt Ryan earning that contract and having an MVP season, like if I'd have had a vote, not this past season, but the season before, I would have probably given it to Russell Wilson as far as league MVP sure. goes. I mean, he was fantastic two seasons ago. We're talking about a team I know they went 9-7, and seven, but at least last year, they managed to develop a run behind it. They had nothing two years ago. Nothing. This guy was running for his life, life. and he was putting yeah. up ungodly numbers. And so I'm not saying he's not worthy of it. The question here is, can you win with a quarterback accounting for a fifth of the cap on your team? That's the question here. Well, if you're going to run the football like they're trying to do, they're beefing up the offensive line, if and that young defense gets better. Do, are they the best team in that division no. right now? No. no. I'd no. say they're third best. I believe they're third best as well. If, if, if San Francisco's healthy. I think they're third best. So, you, But you got to take your chances. I think you can win like that if you have a GM like John Snyder, who traditionally drafts very well. Mm-hmm. He'll make some moves. He can trade up. I, I really think they're they're doing the right thing by keeping Wilson around. We'll see how they draft in the next couple of years and, and, and go from there. Okay, so since you're new to the mix here, I'm going to throw out the trade scenario that I threw out to Vinny last week. Shoot. And you tell me yay or nay because Vinny was all for it. Okay. Okay. So the New York Giants, that was the rumor destination. And I believe the Giants have to take a quarterback at six. I, I believe they will take a quarterback at six. I think that Daniel Jones out of Duke, I think he probably does not get out of the top 10. And I think it just makes sense for him to go to New York. Okay. So Seattle, where they're picking in the opening round, the 21st pick. The Giants already have the 17th pick. Mm-hmm. If Seattle called you up and they would have said, we will give you Russell Wilson. We swap firsts. So we get that sixth pick. You're going to fall back to 21 and we'll give you an additional second-round pick, would you have at least considered that trade? No. He says no. I, I, <laughs> I would have considered no, it. I would have, too. I would no. have considered but it. There's not again, a quarterback in this to, draft that, that excites me to even... But we didn't know at that time either, you know, when he set that deadline, what that number was going to be, if they could even come close to it. Yeah, we, we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know. know. That makes a big difference. If he was going to ask for maybe another 10 or something guaranteed that they couldn't do... If you couldn't meet that demand, then you have to think about it. Sure. But they did come together on a deal, and so it works out. I'm not out. saying I would have done it. I'm saying I would have considered it. Oh, yeah. No, I would have considered that consider deal. that, yeah. So but. Wilson stays put in the NFC West, and I get to your point just a moment ago, third best team in the division. Yeah, as the way the rosters are constructed right now, regardless of how Jimmy G looks, and we haven't seen the way he looks, you know, we'll, we'll get a taste of that, I know, relatively soon. Yeah, third best team in the division. I don't think there's any debate behind that. I, I, I don't I'm see it. it. Shanahan, yeah. I think Shanahan is is so good calling plays when you're efficient with Nick Mullins and Matt Breda, I think, was the guy, and no receivers. That's no. pretty impressive. I think Shanahan is so good that with Tevin Coleman, with Jerick McKinnon, with McKinnon, and with, back Jimmy, yeah, with Jimmy G, I think. Well, and, and let's not forget with, with, uh, with McKinnon coming back, uh, George Kettle. How, George much, how much better is he going to be? Yeah, yeah. And if they get Bosa and that pass rush comes on, they could be, yeah. they could be something. Okay, so, again, since we're on the offensive topic here and we're talking about where they sit in the NFC West, they have the third-best play caller in the division as well. 
I mean, you're, you're behind McVay and you're behind Schottenheimer, right? So, again, offensively, they got the third best play caller in the division with, uh, with Brian, what, Brian Schottenheimer. Brian Schottenheimer, so, Schottenheimer. yeah. Third best Kyle play caller. Kyle Shanahan, yeah. excuse me. So, Brian Schottenheimer and, and you're behind Sean McVay as well. So, third best team in that division. I don't think there's a debate I think there. that's the way they – yeah. I think that's I, – I agree with that. Right now, Seattle's going to have to win games with, you know, special teams, defense. Turnovers. And, and turnovers. And, and, you know, the expectations right now, how high are they going to be now with this new contract? I don't think they're that high. I don't think I don't think we certainly don't think they're going anywhere this year. I think they win nine games or I think they're eight to nine. They win ten last year. They went ten and six last season. They and they got hot the towards the end of the last season. They did. They struggled at the first. But hey, why did they get hot last year? What run, they run ran, run, the, ran football. the football. That, that's exactly they found what happened. Game. And that's why many I I picked them to beat Dallas in the opening round because I didn't think Dallas was going to be able to stop the run. I thought it was going to be similar to what happened in L.A. in round number two where Gurley and Gurley Anderson both went, went over 100 yards. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the same story against Seattle. They managed to maintain that somewhat. So, yeah, you know, it's an, it's an interesting... Uh, I guess the other fact you have to mention, do not forget that Pete Carroll sent a contract extension this offseason as well. And PD football's done a nice job there. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I still think third place in that division, eight to nine wins. That's kind of where I'm... Eight and eight, nine and seven, and, hey, we'll address it next year and... And get better and see what happens. Hey, the Rams, are they going to maintain? Are they going to take a step back? San Francisco's up and coming. The Rams have a two-year window, and then it becomes San Francisco's division. That's yeah. the way it looks right now to me, right. anyways. I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's my sleeper team. I think if Jimmy Garoppolo's healthy, I think San Francisco's going to be very, very dangerous. And another thing about that division is they play such a physical brand of football yeah. that somebody is going to knock somebody off in the division games throughout the year. It's It's a given... You know, San Francisco, Seattle. There's some epic battles there. Oh yeah, I mean, they, they get after it. They're gonna get now. After you it. add the Rams into the mix. Last few years, that front four they've had and will have again this year. You know, you get after the quarterback. Do you do you really want to go into rebuilding with a rookie quarterback with what the Rams are bringing, what the Niners will be bringing? That might be another factor that nobody talks about. That's a perfect segue into our next conversation, our next topic here. We'll talk about the Arizona Cardinals, who are on the clock right now. Reports are coming out that the Cardinals have not decided who the number one overall pick in the NFL draft will be. I'm calling complete BS on that. They know exactly <laughs> who they're going to take. I think they have known since they brought in Cliff Kingsbury. I, I believe that they that it will be Kyler Murray. They've known it'll be Kyler Murray for a very long time. You can't lose leverage because you know, we always talk, Vinny, about the Raiders holding the keys to this draft with three first-round picks. The Cardinals hold the keys to the draft. Until they make that selection, they hold the keys to the draft. And so they, you're not going to give that up. And they got a smokescreen now because if they're going to get if they if they've decided and I don't think they have. I, I disagree with you. I think there's two guys, and they're weighing it right now. I think they're in the office arguing as we speak right now over two guys. And I don't think they've made up their mind altogether. I really don't. But if you have made up your mind or in the next week decide 100% you're going with Kyler Murray, you got to trade Rosen. The, the market for him has to be cooked up immediately. Because once you make the Kyler Murray pick, Josh Rosen's value goes through the floor. Because every team that wants him is going to go, you got two of them, we'll wait you out. Sure. So if they've made up their mind, it's going to be interesting to see. If, if Rosen gets traded, it's a dead giveaway. What's the value you put on Rosen? I, I'm, I'm saying, what, I'm saying I, second, I third. third I would say a second round second And, you know, pit. you take a team, not to talk about my team, but you take a team like the Packers. We have, we have six, six picks in the first three rounds. 
Why not dump Why not? a second or third and pick up Rosen and let him sit behind Rodgers for Even if it's three, two, four two, years? Yeah. Who cares? Right, because you know what the worst-case scenario for everyone is? That New England steals him for a third-round pick. That's the worst-case scenario for the entire sure. NFL. Well, and, and it's a, possible. It's very Anything's po- possible in New England. Well, and there's that rumor going around that, uh, you know, Sean Merriman on his show, ex-Chargers, said that, you know, the Chargers are interested and they're working on a deal, and don't be surprised if he's been in L.A. And that's a great and fit. And that's a great, that's a great fit. fit. He's a hometown kid. Yep. Follow Rivers around. That is the best case scenario for That is for the best Rosen. case scenario for Josh Rosen. Uh, and second, me being a Charger I fan. I think it's the second I'm, best scenario. Uh, me being a Charger uh, fan. Vinny, as we were talking to Javier Edwards a couple of weeks ago is preparing for the draft. There's not a better situation for a young player than to end up in New England. There's not that's a better. Si- there's not a better situation. Yeah, you, you're probably right about Look, that. Look, Philip Rivers, Hall of Fame quarterback. You mentioned a hometown kid. Hometown, though, sometimes that adds a little bit of pressure. That's pressure. It does. And, I, and that's something that you have to consider with Josh Rosen as well. Now, I like Rosen. I think Rosen could be the real deal. He I saw, it. He worked magic at UCLA. I mean, yeah, they were terrible. They, they were awful. Oh. He, had no, he had no protection. No, this year. No, Let's not forget they terrible. had 37 yeah. different combinations up front. So. And, and look, anytime someone tells me that Rosen cannot play, I just point to the Texas A&M game, which was one of the best performances, one of the best individual performances of the season when UCLA rallied back. Rosen was incredible oh, in that he's game. incredible. He, he can spin it. He can. He can. And so the best case scenario for him would be New England. But I do like this idea of him going to the Chargers. I don't, I don't sure. hate that idea, especially with Tyrod Taylor being there as well. I so mean, he doesn't have to do on the depth yes, chart. He doesn't have to do anything. There's zero yeah. pressure for two years for him. Anytime you have to improved. sit back and listen and watch and, and see how Phillip Rivers takes notes, see how Tom Brady conducts his practices i mean you just you're a sponge oh yeah you just need to be a sponge and that's all you have to be win win oh yeah Yeah. and he has zero pressure in la zero there's tyrod taylor and rivers he's not going to see the field for two more full seasons so he's at year five basically when he comes into that or Mm -hmm. year four of his contract when he steps on the field he should be ready to play his iq and his intelligence has never been a factor no so it's so tough learning, in this league to, to step uh, in immediately and, and, and be the face of a franchise with who's done it? Peyton Manning. Who, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, and he struggled his first he, couple he, of years. He was three oh, and thirteen and threw him. led the league in picks yeah, almost. I yeah, think. I mean, yeah, he was terrible for two years. You know? But it's a win now league, and you're so quick to be written off if if you don't come in and change. I mean, there's not Baker Mayfield this year. We'll see what the real Baker brings mm-hmm. because. That was that was great for Cleveland. It's turned the face of the franchise around. They got hope. What does Arizona have? They have to take Kyler Murray. They have to. I I'm telling you, I think it's a mistake if they do. Okay. I think they have a quarterback, and they should take Bosa and put him with Chandler Jones. And here's build the problem with taking. In here's the one problem with taking Kyler Murray. The division that you were in, right? Because if Bosa is on the board at two, John Lynch runs the podium. Sure. He he's okay. So. You take a look at the defense in Seattle, which I know we're taking a step back. It's not the Legion of Boom. but They were solid last year. They were solid they last were solid season. solid last year. Okay. You have Los Angeles with one of the top defensive lines in the league right now. You still have Aaron Donald. And maybe who, the best who, player in the NFL. He's probably the that best player in the league yeah. right yeah, now. That guy's incredible. Yeah, he's probably the best player in the world. And then you look at San Francisco up and coming, and they add Bosa in the draft. Oof. You got to play. That's six games that Kyler Murray's going to have to go He's up. Going to be against. running for his life. He he is, and 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 I know that that can't. You can't. That point alone cannot keep you from drafting Kyler Murray. But pass rush is so important is. in this it's league. And I, I get. I mean, Rosen's a great quarterback. I think he's got a bright future. But you do not go and get Kingsbury and not draft Murray and not draft Murray. I agree. I, I agree. mean, it's it's like Bill Parcell said. You want me to cook? You better let me buy the groceries. Yep. That's. We're talking about a guy that did not have a successful track record in college. 
No, but, he has no success. For, but he has no success to build to go on. But the idea, I mean, like honestly, he, let's be honest. But, but, but his idea is what spurned this contract. I mean, he's on. The, look, and today, like you and I have said about a million times, if you if you have lunch with Sean McVay, you're going to get interviewed for a head yeah, coaching job, sure, right? Yeah. And he got an endorsement from Sean McVay, and we know what type of a play caller he. Look, the Rams tried to grab him in the postseason. They wanted to bring him in as a as, as an a offensive guy. He got a job at USC. They jumped on him right away to yeah. be their offensive coordinator. It yeah. just does not make sense to give a young coach without a highly successful track record the keys and not let him. And that's pick what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, but we don't know either if Kingsbury, when he's watching uh, his film, guy's Kyler Murray. We don't know it that. Has his to guy's be. Kyler Murray. How do you be. know that when he don't see Josh Rosen and goes, yeah, I could, he can do this. He said, Rosen can chuck the rock. Because he's on record of saying if he had the number one before he showed up at Arizona, he said if he had the keys to an NFL franchise, his guy would be Kyler Murray. He Kingsbury's not really. Well, that's yet. a different universe when you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. When you're just throwing that out, there's that's an true. unemployed coach who just got fired from Texas Tech. That's true. You can say what you like. Right. That's true. But when he's in, he's looking at the owner and he says, well, I'm going to take the guy that's five foot ten. Look, look at the pounds. offense the guys ran for, you know, his whole career in, yep. in college. It's It caters to a, a Kyler Murray over a Josh Rosen. But the NFL's, I, you know, the NFL is offense, different. He's going to have to adjust to it. The NFL's, you're not going to spread out five wides and run well, he's, he's, in the NFL. It's not. I, I don't not see the Cardinals go. coming out going six and ten, even. You know, not well, in that I mean, division. Here's another thing too. Your best players, David Johnson. Well, and that's the point I was going to make next. Your here's best the one players, guy, David Johnson. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not so a bad. If, but but if protect you're your asset. You can't right? come True. in and say Kingsbury said, "Well, I'm just going to change the entire NFL and I'm going to run the air raid here." When your best player's behind you, you got a quarterback who can throw it. If you're you Cliff got... Kingsbury, Vinny, and you come in looking back at what the Cardinals have done to coaches, if you're going to go down in a fight, you want to go down with your guys. Yeah. And but there, he... this isn't a five year project they're giving Kingsbury. It's, hey, what can you do? Can you make. Can you catch lightning in a bottle in the first two years? If not, we're, we're probably going to move on again. Well, that's a guarantee because in two years from now, they're going to still be behind the rest of that division. Sure. You, you look at that roster. There's no way I mean, they catch that division in the next. I, I'd be surprised if it's four years. So I, I just have a problem with that saying if you got a guy that you know can play a quarterback, why take another quarterback? They're desperate right now, and desperate teams make desperate moves. Yeah, and that is a pretty desperate move. I it think. is. If it's not Kyler Murray, do you A, trade the pick, or B, go with Nick Bosa? I would take Bosa. I would – if you're trying to build and compete in that division, Bosa's a safe pick. Why not trade and, and get draft stock? But who wants to trade up? That's an interesting thing. Who's yeah. calling right now the Cardinals going – you know they can take. You can trade for Rosen if they're not going to pick him. Typically, the teams that's going to make right? that trade. Typically, the team that will make that trade is going to be a team that's close. Yeah, I mean you're top ten. You're you're picking top ten, top because you're Usually not go- top seven, top eight. Yeah, ten's a long ways. It, it is. It is. And so, so the only logical one's number six, right? The, the Giants. Giants. They need a quarterback. The Giants. What, what about who we talked about earlier? What about the Raiders? And the Raiders could do that if they wanted. Here's the problem with the Raiders, and, and I want to have a conversation about what, what are you trading up for? Are you trading up to draft a quarterback? Because I don't think you are. No, no, no. I think if, if Oakland trades up with Arizona that it's one, they, they have to get Bosa. They, have they got rid Bosa. of Khalil Mack. They have zero pass rush. And in that division, like zero. With Rivers, Mahomes, you got to get after those guys. So was Bosa worth a the fourth pick overall and your, your last first-round pick? Is he worth that? I don't think so. I don't either. 
I don't either. I'm not making that trade. Well, you I, look intrigued by that trade, oh, Vinny. But, no, I would say if I'm Oakland, if I'm Mayock, if they're going to pick Murray and they've made up their mind, and, and, and everybody's waiting to see anyways because they're going to play their hand. They're going to play their hand by Rosen. So if Rosen gets traded or that gets out that he's available, then everybody knows, everybody knows Arizona, what Arizona's, Arizona's going to do. At that point, it changes the game. But if you're Mayock, you call and say, hey, no one's going to take him before that anyways. And you got your guy pick. Well, I'll give you a third-round pick and my pick to move up from 4-1. to one. You know what I would rather if, see if the Arizona, Raiders do? You're, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you not? This is what I would rather see the Raiders do. I would rather see the Raiders go defense, but that fourth pick keep it. And I would not be opposed to them moving one of their latter picks. And even if you're going to pair those those later two picks up and go after a guy like Andre Dillard, it makes so much more sense to me. Well, they got linemen. Well, I, I think it makes so much more sense. It makes so much more sense. Yeah, to me. but I can see you moving, but I don't know about Jordan. It's the Raiders. Not a lot ever makes sense. <laughs> and saying. my little brother, we had this talk today. I talked to my little brother on the phone today, and he's big time Raiders, and he went through all the things. And I, t- I like, him, I'm with you. I told him I was like, you have zero pass rush, and you traded a Hall of Fame edge player. You've got to get pass rush. Sure, you, you get that. Twelve get, sacks last you, year. You get that with the fourth pick. Incredible. You get that with the fourth pick. You get that. You're get, you're going to get this is no no well let's think about this we okay. talked about this if Murray goes one, Bosa goes two, mm-hmm. and you're the Jets they need edge help and they take Josh Allen then what do you do? You're stuck there you're in stuck. no man's land. Williams from Alabama you got to go interior. Okay, you go D lineman. Well, yeah. and Oliver is still going to be there as well. They and got I think if you five get five D tackles that have started in the NFL on their roster, and you sure you're number. Yeah, the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah, because I think be when a you tackle. But when you look at Williams and Oliver, we're talking about yeah. pretty unique talent here. I mean, the, the the defensive line in this draft is as deep as it's, it's ever it's been. It's as deep as it's ever. Oliver but inside, Williams. but who's the next edge player? I mean, after Josh Allen and Bosa, who who's your guys next? Sweat Burns Montez. Who? I like Montez Sweat. Rashawn Gary. Rashawn. Gary. Gary. Okay. Rashawn Gary would probably be next on my list. Kid from and this Florida. Is guy that doesn't have production at Michigan. No. He does not sack the no. quarterback after, in after, after those two we discussed, um, you got a lot of you got a lot of what ifs. You what can't if, t- yeah. you can't do a what if at four well, or you a can't. six. So you know, my little brother says, "Well, we'll take a, a sure thing. It's the linebacker from LSU." Okay, said, the sure great, thing. The sure thing pick. after those is Jonah Williams at, at, yeah, at tackle. Take, yeah, and I was like, "That's a great pick. You take a linebacker because your linebackers are terrible." And I said, "But then you still have no pass rush." So the Raiders are stuck in no man's line in my mind. We've talked about this. I think if you don't get edge pressure, the Raiders have blown this Khalil Mack trade, and it'll haunt them forever. There's a great chance Josh Allen is still sitting there at five or four. Excuse There's be. a great chance he is. Because the, the the Jets kind of what do they do? Maybe they go at Oliver because they want an inside guy. Well, what do they do? So the Jets are interesting too. Uh, this is what I would say about the Jets, and being that it's bolt, bolts and horns, and we can kind of you know, bring this back to the two teams in L.A. Defensive coordinator at New York is who? Greg Williams. Greg Williams. Greg Williams does not get the credit that he deserves for where Aaron Donald is at today. Does not get he does not no, he does not true. get the credit for it. Right? Yeah. We could talk about everything he did last year in Cleveland. He does not get enough credit for the development of Aaron Donald. He can easily find a way to utilize a guy like an Ed Oliver. He absolutely. Yeah. Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, both of them. Or if he wants to push that to the edge pressure, because he has Leonard Williams. Yes, he does. He has Leonard Williams. So if he wants to push to the edge and say, Josh Allen's the, my guy. The Jets are another my team that, that need edge pressure. They need edge they pressure. They don't have it. So if he takes Josh Allen, then again, 
you've gone two edge players in a row and you're sitting at four and you're just sitting there kind of egg on your face because you're like, oh, now what? Do the Raiders move back if both those guys fall off the board? I would. It's possible. But to your point where we started this in the roundabout way, why not move up to one? They have the draft stock. They, they have, have the equity. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because if the Cardinals put Rose in the market, you know they've made up their mind and their pick is made. So you call and say, hey, you, you know you're going to pick Kyler Murray. You know he's going to be there at four. Let's not BS each other. I'll give you a third, and you drop back two spots. You need the help. The Cardinals have a terrible roster. Here's the problem with that, though. If the Cardinals know that Kyler Murray's their guy, you're saying that the Raiders could call up and say, you know he'll be there at four. I don't think so. Well, who, who's going to go? Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Because you know he's not going to San Francisco at two. We know right. that. Bosa would, Bosa would be the number two pick, yeah. right? Um. He's not going to the not Jets. Not going to the Jets. They got Sam Darnold. But if Bosa's not on the board, and you're saying that Quinn and Williams is still on the board, does that not give the Jets and 49ers leverage to move back in the draft? Then giving New York, I'm talking about the Giants, an opportunity to trade up and select a quarterback because we know they're going to go the Giants want Murray. I don't think they have any interest in that at all. Well, we don't know that because you, you know Gettleman. That, that, that Gettleman, conversation's never been had though. That's true. We, we've assumed that Kyler Murray would go number one. That's true. But Gettleman's history says, you know, he's been on record saying this is a big man's league, and you build he wants offense Jones. and defense of line. Yeah. I think that first pick, he's not taking a quarterback. I believe the Giants are going to take a trench player at six, and if they take a quarterback, it'll be at seventeen. I really do. I, I think the only they take trench a player trench that makes sense to me is, is Jonah Williams at that, or a D lineman too. They need D lineman. But if they if they do not take a quarterback, that fan base is going to come out of their minds. Well, they're going to drop. They have another shot at seventeen. I'm a believer of protecting your assets through the draft. Who did they draft at number two last year? Barkley. You, you have you have to start building around Barkley. And again, we're talking about rookie skill contracts for quarterbacks. Don't forget, he's going to get paid in about two years. Oh he's yeah, going, oh, he's sure. going to get he's paid. Incredible. Another he all world he player. He's a he generational he, he's, player. He's fantastic. So you better start taking advantage of this right now. I think they take a trench player. Gettleman has. See, a and track that's another reason with 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 Saquon's contract coming up in two years. If you don't get a quarterback this year or next year in the first round. Are you going to be financially strapped when it does come back around? Yeah. If they take one now and they get that fifth-year option. But I think they take one, but I'm telling you, they pick again at 17. I think that's where they take them. They need O-line help. Like bad. Yesterday. <laughs> Horrible. And D-line help. And Gettleman loves D-linemen. Okay. His track record Spe- in Carolina. Speaking of edge, speaking of edge, though, at around that 17, 16, 15 spot, Montez Sweat is a guy you love. Yeah. And Montez Sweat... His heart murmur is an issue that may drop him into those late teens. And so if you're telling me that I can get a Drew Jones with my first pick. And Montez Sweat. And Montez Sweat at around 17. Well, you knock the draft out of the park. You win the draft right there. Well, who's going to be available at 17? Because let's think about this. If, if, if Kyler Murray's gone, let's just assume, then that's the next quarterback team is the Giants. We assume Giants at six, right? Right. They pass. When, then what do, we, what do we get to? The next quarterback team may be Denver at 10. Elway's pretty much threw it out there. Hey, I want a veteran quarterback. I've done this young quarterback. Didn't work. And they need linebacker help bad. So I don't think Denver takes one. Yeah. So now we move to what? Miami. 13. Could use a quarterback. Could use a quarterback. Yeah. And then you have... What about, all, what about all the media hoopla about Drew Locke and Green Bay now? Do you think Green Bay take the first pick? No way. That first first rounder, I don't think Green Bay does. I, I, I don't. I don't think, I don't so. think so now, unless. But the one I think, unless they really about. fall in love with a Drew Locke, or. But is know. he going to be sitting there when they pick again? 
at 29, 20, what are they? 28? No. Because really right now you look at it, who do you, I mean, who stands out? You say Miami could use a quarterback, Arizona. We'll just take Murray out. Let's just say Miami, Washington, and New York. The three you can think of right now and say, you know, they, they're going to look at this hard, quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Other than that, who else? The rest of them would be a luxury pick. The Chargers, the Patriots, the Packers. Those are luxury picks. Okay, they, so got, they got great quarterbacks. I'll throw this out there for Dallas being a Packer guy. At what point in time, because you, you, you need a successor at some point, right? I mean, it, it hasn't worked using second, third, fourth round picks. It hasn't worked, right? No. <laughs> you know this as well as anybody. The Packers don't spend a lot of money. In the Ted Ted Thompson era, no, we did not. That's that's what I'm saying. They're not known for spending a lot of money, right? This offseason, they've spent money. Gutekunz has had to spend money to get get this team back to a competitive level of, you know, we're not winning divisions anymore. We're we're not getting playoff games at Lambeau Field anymore. Mm -hmm. That team's needed that home field advantage in the last few years to be competitive they're not they they haven't been a great road team i don't think we won a road game all year last year so with that being said you go out and you spend money in the off season you build your defense is what he's done and now you have an offensive minded coach don't you think that lafleur at some point in time needs to start picking his guy we're talking about kingsbury getting his that's what guy. i'm that's aaron Rodgers is not lafleur's guy and who's green bay's backup deshaun kaiser in it deshaun kaiser that's that's lafleur's guy yeah. They got a little history yeah. together. They got some I, history. My point I was going to make to you, I yeah, think they got they, some history. We don't know how, and it's funny because you, you look at the back end of a raw, or the second string of a roster, and nobody really knows. They may love Deshaun Kaiser. Well, they may. I, I thought they, they may have him coming out. Quick, this is, they, their scouting report coming out was only, what, three years ago. This guy's fresh in these coaches' minds. Hey, three years ago, I scouted this guy coming out of Notre Dame. They may, we don't know how they work together exactly, in Notre Dame. Exactly. I mean, they, he may look at Sean Kaiser and say, "I got my guy." Maybe you, got, you, here's my question right to you: there. Do you think? Do you think that maybe when Lafleur was picked, did me and you not call each other and go, "What was that? <laughs> yeah, what just happened?" Yeah, we, but I was thrilled. But I'm yeah, thrilled. Jordan and Jordan and, and, and now that I've I've researched, I'm, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I don't think there's a guy would have. I wanted. told you they, they knocked that. Vinny, I told you the same thing. They yeah, knocked yeah, that yeah. out of the park. And how much of that decision may have been? Hey, you got Rogers, who's aging he's not he's not a tough brett Favre. let's look down the road lafleur kaiser sure. maybe that is there's a lot of there's a talent. lot of young talent them in green receivers. bay them receivers they got good young yeah. talent a receiver and and i don't think and for those who maybe aren't too familiar with lafleur i think you got to go back you you have to look at his development of the quarterback spot and that's another reason why i love this hire so much he does not get the credit for matt ryan's mvp season which we talked about right. He should. He should. Because that landed him a job in L.A. And I know that we're so enthralled right now with Sean McVay that we forget that Jared Goff was putrid his rookie season, took the Rams to the playoffs his sophomore season. Who was Under there? Under who? LaFleur. And he's worked with Shanahan. He's worked with McVay. Uh, uh, These he, are top minds. He, this, is, this is not a retread reach. No. You no. know, a non-retread reach. This guy's me. been around this, a little bit. Th- yeah, this guy has the intangibles. He has the credentials for it. So... If they draft a quarterback in the first round, and if anybody, thinks, I'm going to be shocked. If anybody if thinks Lafleur is going to come in and 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 transform and and remold Aaron Rodgers, they're crazy. They're no, no, it's not, it's, no, that's not it. He doesn't. He, they didn't bring him in there to to work with Aaron Rodgers. No. I don't think. I mean, you you know what you're getting with him. I really feel like this was a move for the future. Yeah, I know it was only a four year contract, but. 
It's a long time in the NFL. It is. It is. It's a long it time in the NFL. And he's 35 now. Yeah, Rodgers, 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 Rodgers is one knee injury away from... So I like that. I like your team, though, Dally. We've talked about it. I like that young talent. I, you know, and Devontae I wouldn't Adams, be, Equinemius. I would not be shocked if 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 Green Bay moves back with that, you know, twelfth pick and ends up in the eighteen nineteen range. And if Drew Locke's there, why not? If if you're if, not if, sold on Kaiser, if you're not sold on if Kaiser, sold let's on Kaiser. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Because don't forget, like, while, yeah, we don't know what these coaches a connection talk about. There, they no, don't. And, and we never know. That might have been part. Might have been part of the reason he was hired. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that conversation had to have been brought up. But don't forget, Kaiser's not necessarily his guy. The trade was done before Lafleur came about. Sure, it wasn't necessarily his guy. There's no. just a, there's a, a correlation just, there between may, the two. But they yeah. have history. Yeah, sure, they have history. Mm-hmm. Um, he has coached him before. That's yeah, that's an interesting. I like that team. I think me and Dallas have talked about this a lot. I like Green Bay. There's a lot, and I I would love the fact even if if you went with double tights and you had Hokinson on one side and Jimmy Graham on the other, and two receivers and your single well, back hey, with Rogers Jordan knows this. You know, oh, you know that Lafleur his bread and butter is let's establish the the air game from the ground game. Yep. And there's going to be we and, and Rodgers can still scoot enough to do that bootleg, that long stretch, oh yeah. that wide zone. The biggest I would love problem if they picked. I would love if they picked the tight end. I think that would be perfect. A tight end. If they ended up with a tight end and another offensive lineman, both of us are going to be we're going to be excited. We're going to be toasting a Pabst Blue Ribbon, <laughs> excited about it. But, but again, as we talked about the tight ends last week, a lot of tight end talent in this draft. There's there a is. Lot. Yeah. There is a there lot. Is. So I like it. I think that would be great. But do you see? Do you see Hokinson as a top? 12 absolutely yes. yes okay yeah absolutely either one i, I could see fant just being how you're going to play your offense and lafleur would say i think hokinson know. fits a lot more the the traditional nfl styles of inline blocker can exactly can go into the slot work the middle of the field i mean he's a matchup problem um but the blocking that's a lost art from the tight end position lately very Hope, very few people can Hokinson do it. is kind of a he's going to help you in the passing game he's also going to help you in the running game as well and that's why to me it makes sense that he goes nine or ten i think buffalo would be crazy to pass on him at nine i that's think denver, would be, denver would be crazy to yeah, pass crazy. On him at 10. both those teams though need they need not just one but multiple offensive linemen you know and and you, unless you could say that in green bay they could use yeah. offensive linemen too but denver and buffalo need multiple offensive linemen those teams need multiple things and, yeah. and, yeah. and right now and i mean with with fangio coming to denver if devin bush is there i don't see him not getting called up i don't want to go too far off the path here but there is a team sitting around that 10 mark that we haven't even mentioned and it's the cincinnati Bengals, and they're kind of a wild card in this draft because i could see them going about four or five different ways and quarterbacks not out of the question for cincinnati either. no no it's not we don't know anything about cincinnati no Let, let's be completely that's why we NFL haven't talked about them. let's be knows real. nothing about cincinnati because I they, thought they, Cincinnati they, made a huge mistake when they did not even go after McCarthy. I thought that would have been a great fit with Dalton. I, I we don't know anything about that team. I don't think we they don't know, know a lot they, about they that. Don't team. They, they don't have an identity late. right That's now. That's right. They were very late to the ball game. They have the NFL's smallest scouting department in front office, anyways. There's a lot going on in Cincinnati. We don't know about. Nobody knows about Zach Taylor. I know Zach Taylor's not ready. <laughs> I, I know that. Is AJ, and, Green, is AJ Green healthy? We don't know that. It's been a while since A.J. Green's been healthy. Is Joe Mixon, how do we the say guy? this? How do we say this? Is he not doing something wrong? Is he staying on the street? I, I think he's not. It's, can he tote the rock as much as they're going to need? You know, they have a horrible offensive line. 
Uh, you know, so you talk about Zach Taylor in Cincinnati and having a terrible offensive line and bring it in Joe Mixon. This team very easily could be picking within the top three next season. And the reason Absolutely. I say that is because right now, if you don't, even if you do go quarterback, say Dwayne Haskins is available at 11. I, I, I believe they would take Haskins. I really do. Because that organization needs a spark. And again, you get a first-year head coach. But just based off what the Rams did last season and Taylor kind of being cut from that mold, what does Sean McVay do so effectively in Los Angeles on the offensive side of the ball? He utilizes the play action, right? Yeah. You have a terrible offensive line. You have a question, a question mark at running back right now. What's the offensive identity in Cincinnati? I, I don't know. We don't know. We don't I don't know. Is AJ Green healthy? Because well, you you can't use you can't utilize the play action seventy eight percent of the time with what you have right now. You can't. No. And you have John Ross. Does he play? I mean, is he? Did he? What he suit up for about three games? Three three quarters last year. They got a lot of problems. They really do. And they're going to have to, right gonna now, have to be creative. Be you're, you're, your top three right now, you're looking at the rosters in the NFL going, that's one of the worst rosters in the NFL. Miami, Cincinnati fills right into it. Miami just doesn't have a guy that you can hang your hat on. Cincinnati's got Cincinnati, talent. They just can't put it together. Yeah, they do have Dalton and Green, but defensively, who do they have? They just lost Montez. I mean, what do they have? The Geno Atkins? Geno's. Yeah. Geno's. Has William had Jackson it. played good last year at corner. Eh, okay, what else? I don't remember anybody else. Do you? Yeah. So what did they go anywhere? Yeah. I don't know anybody else. I feel like more comfortable with Miami's backfield than I do Cincinnati yeah, at the moment. Sure. So These two might be the worst rosters in the NFL, honestly. And they both have first-year head and coaches. First year, so they're going to tear it down and try and Which you need to do. take your time with it. But you're right. It could be Dwayne Haskins. It could be. If he falls out of the top ten, why not? Yeah. Because I don't know that Haskins... He went from being... if. If you'd have listened to the show three months ago, I was convinced that if it's not Kyler Murray, Haskins is the first quarterback selected in this draft. I can make a case for him being third or maybe even fourth now in this draft. That's how much it has changed. The hype around Haskins is not what it was no. three months ago. And well, you know, let's add, let's think about this too. If if it's not number one to Kyler Murray, right, then he has no place to go. There is no offense for Kyler Murray. He has to sit and learn to play NFL football. Kingsbury will have to mold an offense to him. Same thing with Haskins. Ohio State quarterbacks, what have we seen him do in the NFL? He's Urban Meyer here. quarterbacks. Urban Meyer quarterbacks traditionally, none of them play in the NFL. Those aren't NFL systems. Those aren't NFL throws. So, you know, you're going to have to take a lot of time to build these guys up. And this first-round pick, you'd have to be in a situation where they can't play right away or you have to change your entire offense to them. Okay, now, what you just said, I can relate back to Kyler Murray here because, again, we can all agree it's a copycat league, correct? Yeah. You, you were just talking about quarterbacks or quarterbacks coming from schools and coaches that don't typically play. And I think that strengthens the case for Kyler Murray at number one because Lincoln Riley in two years has produced two Heisman Trophy winners and he's about to produce two number one overall picks. Could be. And that but, I buy into that. Well, That but, matters. But they had to change everything for Baker Mayfield and they do did. a lot. And he has a lot better cast. And remember in Cleveland last year, he had some pretty good guys with him. Well, yeah, and look, the cast is going to be way better season, than Kyler Murray's. It is. And I think that if you go back and you look at the graveyards of quarterbacks in Cleveland, how many of those guys would have had success if they'd have had the options that Baker Mayfield had? Yeah, that might have been a totally different thing. Maybe and so. Baker Mayfield wasn't supposed to play. They were not going to play until it was Tyron Taylor's team. He got forced in against the Jets. And, and So some of these guys, you got to think about it. If Kyler Murray doesn't go to Kingsbury, he could slide. He could slide. Honestly, if he doesn't go number one, I wouldn't be shocked if the next team that took him was. How about New this England. scenario? I mean, talking about something crazy. Arizona goes Bosa one. Murray slides. 
Does Arizona jump back in in the late 20s, mid-20s and get him? That's that's an incredible thought. We've seen that before. Because at the back end of the first round, And then do they knock the draft yeah. out of the park? Do they win the draft with that? I, I, I How do you not? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the year. I want to say, what was it, 2000? And maybe use Rosen as the chip to do mm. it. So 2005, you move up to 30, move up 28 to with the Chargers. 28, yeah. You call up the Chargers and say, hey, we'll throw in Rosen, and you got to drop down to 33. We'll and throw Rosen go. in a fourth, and here, you you take. The, Brown, the Browns tried this. I want to say it was back in 2005, the Browns tried this. They went Joe Thomas, and then if I remember correctly, they traded back in, and they picked up Brady Wheaton. Quinn. It was Brady Quinn that year with Joe Thomas. They got Thomas and mm, Quinn. You're right, they did. Because they Quinn did. was projected to be a top three pick. Didn't work out. I mean, obviously it didn't work out. But at the same time, they weren't necessarily using a top three pick on Brady Quinn. And Joe Thomas became a Hall of Famer. Exactly. So they got both their guys. They did get both of their guys. Yeah. And it's possible. Uh, that is possible. Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson in San Diego. Yeah. Same kind of a deal. They didn't have to trade back. They just let it fall to them. And, but... Yeah, honestly, because we're though, talking, who, who gets Murray go, if he goes to Arizona? Yeah, he doesn't go to number one. What, what happens? Yeah, but What's the, your guess? Okay, my guess is it doesn't happen because he's going to go number one. <laughs> and, the re, and the reason... <laughs> but what if he doesn't? But but the, I don't know because I think it is such a large assumption that he's number one. We haven't even... We're not hearing how other teams view Kyler Murray because he is connected at the hip with Cliff Kingsbury. So just off the top of my head, okay, he doesn't go one. Uh, he's not going two. He's not going three. He's not going four. He's not going five to Tampa Bay. He could go six to New York. I don't know what New York's interest that. is. In I him. see him falling all the way, and the one team is New England. I'm telling you, I think it, it if Arizona gets, if it was, a, yeah, gets I, ahead I, of New England to back one, into that first round. If he don't go one, I'm talking 25 or later. Okay, yeah. So if he doesn't go one, well, here's the question i got to ask you. Okay, If he doesn't go one, how many quarterbacks are selected in the first 10 picks if Murray doesn't go one? None. I'm going to say zero. Daniel Jones, will go in the, Daniel Jones is going to go to New York. I feel we, we have this discussion, I mean, and not only us, but everybody, how many quarterbacks will go in the first round? Yeah. How many go in the top ten? There's always at least two or three. I mean... Okay, so let's say, let's say for the sake of the argument, two. Okay. Okay, two go in the top ten. Then he says none. I'd say none. So let's split it in the middle. We say one goes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I do believe that Jacksonville could be in the running for a quarterback. I know they just give Nick Foles money, but I still believe that Jacksonville could be in the running for a quarterback. I really do. Really, do you have that much faith in Nick Foles? I sure in the hell don't. That's a, that's, that's a... Well, and here's another thing, they too. They could. There's going to be a know. run somewhere, and it's going to be probably somewhere in the Miami-Washington range. You know they got to have That's them. what I'm saying. Miami and Washington They're 13 have to and have 15. One. They're 13 and 15. What about Tampa Bay? Why not let five? Tampa Bay, they need some edge rush. Back. I mean, they do, but is Winston, <laughs> so is is Winston your guy so with B.A.? B, does B.A. come in and say, uh, I'll take a quarterback? B.A.'s, I mean, how about Jones to, to Tampa? Kind of got okay. that Carson Palmer type so, body so build and one. arm. We're agreeing one. Okay, so this is how okay. we this is how we have to do this. Okay. Okay. How many quarterbacks should be taken in the first round? How many should be? How many have the caliber, the talent to go in the first round? I'm going to say Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, and I. Locke, the one I like the best is Drew Locke. Drew Locke. I like, Locke, I like okay. Drew Locke because an NFL arm is something you can't teach. Okay, so in, in any time. You can teach a lot of different things. An NFL arm is not something you can teach. You can't build that. Okay, so there's four. It's four. Okay, there's four. Once we get out of the top ten, you have Cincinnati, who can use a quarterback. Okay, there's a possibility. Packers have two first-round picks, correct? Yeah. True, yes. Packers could use a quarterback with that second pick. They could. They could. The Redskins have to have a quarterback. And the Miami Dolphins. At some point. And the Dolphins have to. Have to. How many teams that I just named that are outside the top ten that need a quarterback? 
Four. That's why I don't see Kyler Murray falling. Let's not uh, let's not forget about the Giants again. Again, because second again. go around, you can't. If, if the Giants don't draft a quarterback in the first round, I just don't think his skill set's going to fit a lot of these teams. I think he's a special player. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, I don't think, think he's a special player. I don't. But that doesn't Kyler Murray. I don't. I don't believe he is. I don't. I don't I'm not on the hype. I don't think. I, he's I, I like the guy. I'm I, deserving of the number one pick because I don't. The NFL's that's. Those kind of guys are very long shot to make in the NFL. And we've had this discussion. Guys his size in the NFL, I can think of two that have had NFL success. Somebody has to do it. Two of them. Somebody has to do it eventually. It has to. Because we wouldn't have been having this conversation. We would have been having the same conversation, what, how many years ago did Drew Brees get selected? We'd have been having this conversation, what, 15, 20 years yeah. ago. We would have been having this conversation. And look at Drew Brees. Yeah, and Russell Wilson. And the, well, and the, they've all gotten bigger. Russell since Wilson. Yeah, they've Zay. all gotten bigger. Here's it. They have. It, it, but it, Drew Brees with a helmet on, six foot one. Oh, boy. He's we're six talking, foot one. Yeah, we're, we're talking I mean, three we're, inches. We're talking three inches. That's huge. That's huge. Look, we're looking at two guys you can think of in the NFL that that size have had success. The only two I can think of are Doug Flutie. And that's minimal success. He didn't have a great career. And Russell Wilson. But, Vinny, I don't believe it's huge. And this is why it's huge if we're talking about the difference between 6'3 and 6'6. 6'4 and 6'7. When we're I, talking about 5'10, 5'11 and 6'1, it, it, there's not that much of a difference. We're talking me versus you. It, there's not that I much of a difference. I just don't think the NFL, they're special. he's only going to fit in certain teams. That's just my, That's what I'm going to say. I, and I just look, think look certain though, teams are going to be okay with that. And I bet you there's 25 NFL teams right now that say, well, that doesn't fit with what we do. I bet you there's 25 of them right now that are looking at Kyler Murray going, that doesn't fit with what but, we do. But do we not have the same conversation with Baker Mayfield? Yeah, we did. And I would have taken Baker number one. Yeah. Do, you, okay. do, you take, do you take Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson if they're in the same draft and you're on the board? That's, Ooh, that's, that's, that's a good question. That's a great question. I would have taken Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson to me is a top 10 college football player of all time. He was unbelievable at the college level. And he, he did it for... Th- Four years or three? Three years. Okay, he had three years. He he should have been. He should have won back to back Heisman's. They were never going to give a quarterback from Louisville back to back Heisman's. It was never right. going to happen. His numbers that second year off of that they were they were incredible. I, I would go with Lamar Jackson now. <laughs> that's a great question though. I, I think that, that is a there's one intangible on Kyler Murray that too. nobody talks about, and the guy's a proven winner, just like Baker. His attitude's great, and he's got a huge. He's got the heart. Of a line. Man, that true. guy, that that goes but unnoticed. Think about this too, there was twenty NFL teams that looked at Lamar Jackson. It's not going to work for us. And he had to go to a certain situation that changed their entire offense. They were running four tight ends. They were ready to change. They, they that were doing offense, it. Yeah. Though. So they had to change the entire thing. For I think Lamar Arizona's Jackson. ready for anything. A lot anything. of teams aren't going to do that. That's what I'm getting at. A lot of teams are not going to do that. I think Dallas, right? <laughs> but look, it made sense for Lamar Jackson to go to Baltimore right. because they they needed. Massive changes. Yeah. Harbaugh needed massive changes, or he wasn't going to have a job, right? Nobody needs change more than Cincinnati or Arizona. And was it just me, or did it look like in in the playoffs Harbaugh wanted to go with Flacco against the Chargers? Yeah, and <laughs> he was, it was Jackson for three like Jordan said, he has terrible. to, and it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a different monster out there in the NFL. We'll yeah. see what Kyler can do. I just I think he's. He's got to go to Arizona if he's going to go anywhere. Now, does this, this, this should play a factor, too, Vinny, especially with you being a football guy. You have a double-sport athlete, and Kyler Murray is a terrific athlete. Great oh, baseball absolutely. player. And as Dallas guy, just said, yeah. he is a, he's no, a he's great kid. he's got a unique skill set. The Oakland A's said, we will give you $14 million 
I think to play not baseball. play football. <laughs> I think I'd be playing baseball. <laughs> I would be, I'd be, yeah. I'd be playing baseball. I, if I was, if I had to look at, say, uh, I don't know, um, one of the pitchers stare stare him down with the bat, or I'd look over and see Joey and Nick Bosa and Aaron Donald. I would have picked the bat up and been like, I'll take my chances swinging at this baseball than having to run around from Aaron Donald or Nick and Joey Bosa. But does that not account for something that during does. the draft process? This guy that you're talking to, when he sits down and he has an interview with the Arizona Cardinals, they're saying, they offered you $14 million guaranteed to not play in the NFL. That doesn't mean that he ever gets to the bigs. Don't forget that. That does not mean that he signs a big league contract. He could be stuck in AAA. Forever. Like, forever. Okay. And he turned that down to play football. I mean something. That I, I'm, not, for a lot. I'm not trying to just totally bash the dude out. I'm just saying that the NFL is a league that he's not going to fit a lot of places. He's going to have to be in a select place for it to work. The NFL, a lot of coaches are not going to say, I'm not going to change everything for that guy. That's not my guy. How much of this is the Patty Mahomes factor? How much what do you the, mean by that? I'm talking about the hype around Kyler Murray because there are people that are sold on Kyler Murray. Well, Mahomes was a ball player. He was a, you know, look yeah, at and you, you go back. I mean, there's a lot of similar Mahomes, comparisons. There, there, there is. There is. You know, that kind of deal, you know. And he's a different style Body of size, play. you know, I'm, I'm not sure the measurements on Mahomes, but he's not a really big kid. I think he's, what, six, two and a half or something? He was what a sh- to make his, what, but what see, we, now, there, I know that Mahomes has an arm that cannot be taught. That, that, that thing's a can. Okay, but what do people tell you about Patty Mahomes that bugs you? You've told me, people have told you stuff about Mahomes that love Mahomes and it bugs you. I just don't, I don't know. What, what do they say? They say he's a, what is it, a, one of those players that's going to revolutionize the game. Yeah, rev- yeah. I, okay, yeah. and that bugs you. That bugs me, yeah. You're okay. never going to, yeah, I don't, I don't buy into that. So, Revol- no, no, these, these guys are not going to revolutionize well, the, the game. The game has changed offensively. Yes, the rules have helped. The me. rules are helping the offense. But, you know, the. Revolutionize the game. The read pass option is, is getting more and more popular. <laughs> Does that play a factor in the uh, hype sure. around Kyler Murray? Sure, it, does. it, it has to. He's a yeah. shotgun quarterback. Yeah. Right. I don't see him being very successful in the, under center. He hasn't done it in Oklahoma. No, he's never done it. But how much of the game now is played under center? Well, and this that's the revolution. You know, that's yeah, the that's change true. of the that, game. Are, Teams are running the football successfully the ball, out of shotgun formation. Yeah, you are throwing. You know, you don't need a fullback anymore. Right. Now you got another athlete on the field and go three wide or a, another tight end. It's. It's but, exciting, but, it, but it's different. Here's and Mahomes, where, people forget too. Mahomes did get to sit for a full year behind Alex. He did. Smith. He did. That made a big difference. He he admits I was not nowhere near ready to play. And everybody knew that when they traded up to draft him. Everybody yeah, knew and that. it makes a big difference. So again, what if like some of these other guys, like I was talking about earlier, Dwayne Haskins, if he sits for a year, how much huge benefit would that be to him? Okay, so the way Mahomes plays the game, he's six foot three. Does it matter that Mahomes is six foot three to you? Does it matter the way he plays the game? How much does Murray weigh? No, that would True, be he's, he's, a, he's a shade over two, 205, I believe. God, that would what be I read today was 205. Because, okay. Because I remember, and I believe it was Mike Shanahan that said that if, if a guy doesn't weigh over 210 pounds, we don't scout him. The two, a 210-pound body can't. If he ain't weigh 210 pounds a quarterback, he can't withstand the punishment play in NFL football. So that was one of the measurements they used. And I, 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 that pounds. bugs me as much as it does you changing. Somebody saying you change the game because, okay, the guy weighs two. 205, and you got a guy that weighs 199 and, and throw him out the window? Well, I think the game's so... The comment that Kyler Murray said, 
give me whatever amount. I want to play football. That's, That's true, but I'm just saying there's – like well, I just keep getting back to this, is there's some teams that are going to look at that and say, I, I don't think he can stand up to this. The NFL is not going to allow this guy to run around and, and do these things. He's going to get beat up. So 210, that's the cutoff. I've heard coaches say that. Okay, so let's say I'm not saying that. I've said I've heard NFL coaches say that. Let's say that he's 205. He's not 210, but he's 21 years old. And you, okay, so five pounds. You can put on you 15 put on pounds of muscle. <laughs> yeah. But there's the team's got when they're scouting that they're looking at that and they're saying to themselves, we can make that work. There's going to be NFL coaches that say that they're saying we can make that work. I can draft Lamar Jackson. I can make that work. Greg Roman's like I've done it before. Kaepernick, Alex Smith. I've done that. I can make it work. There's going to be coaches that look at him and they're going to say. I that's not my I, I can't make that work. He's not gonna work for us. So I'm just saying that is some coaches are gonna look at Kyler Murray and say, That's not our guy. The fact of the matter is though, somebody's gonna draft him. Somebody's gonna draft He's him. He's gonna play at some point. And we're gonna see who's and right and who's wrong. There's gonna be either a lot of coaches scratching their head going, wow, I should have taken him when I had the there's chance. There's going to be a lot of remorse. Or, or there's going to be, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. And, and I'm not I'm not so The Michael Vick thing for a couple years, I'm revol- he's revolutionized the game of football. And then yeah. he got beat up and got, went to jail. But if you're, if you're, a, team, if you're a team that's, so, that doesn't need to win so now, mean, why not take a chance on him? Why here's not? Here's another thing, too, when you add into this. When you have these short windows, and what, what does the window count to, say, a career? So when you look at guys... And I'm not saying I'm not anti-running quarterbacks or anything, but you look at these guys that keep end up in the playoffs or they stay in the same place, they stay healthy. Ryan, Brady, Breeze, Rivers, all these guys, even the guys that have gotten better and stayed healthier, Russell Wilson now, by not running as much, they're going to have a long career standing in the pocket, Rodgers. He's been beat up a little bit, but, you know, far. Most of the time they make their money standing in the pocket, setting their feet, and chucking the rock. Jared Goff. These guys, you know, that's the Carson longevity Wentz, of the Andrew NFL Locke. quarterback. Sure. And when you look at these running quarterbacks sure. that uh, run around and revolutionize the game, four years down the road, they're not there. Five years down the road, they're not. They're backups. They're, they're not as good as they were. So how much does that influence your number one pick? Say, you know, Rosen, the longevity factor, you think this guy's going to stand there and throw the ball. You know he can throw it. There ain't no doubt in anybody's mind that guy can throw the football. Does that make a difference? Here's why you can... I'm asking you guys on your windows. Does that make a difference? (laughs) Here's what makes a difference for me. Yes. There there are 7 billion people in this world, and there's four elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and if you believe this guy has a chance to become an elite quarterback and you You have the opportunity to take it, you take the chance. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I'm getting at. So you're in. So you're looking at a guy and you're going, okay, I'm in. If you believe, if you believe, if you believe, you know, if, look, if, if, if... (laughs) You go back and you take a look at what Cleveland did last year. If they honestly believed that Baker Mayfield was the guy, right? He's going to be an elite quarterback. You can't pass on him. Jeff Fisher believed that Jared Goff was going to be that guy. Like I said, there's 7 billion people on this earth. And there you are can't 30, find 32 you, you cards can't find 30, You can't find 32. There are 32 NFL teams chasing four squads that have elite quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So if you see one, you throw the kitchen sink and you go get that guy. That's why there's so many quarterbacks taken each year. They're exactly. looking, they they're looking to, for that Tom Brady. They're looking one, for that Aaron Rodgers. You, you don't, it's just the truth. You've got to And try. what does Arizona have to lose? Well, that's true, too. I don't think he's – I don't think – I'm with you, Vinny. I'm, I'm with you in saying I don't know that he's going. But you have to understand that just because I don't believe it does not mean that oh, they're no, going to take that's, it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. If Steve yeah. Kahn believes, they're going for it. If Kingsbury can convince the general manager and the owner, that's my guy, then they're going to go for it. You know they're going to go for it. But there's going to be teams that 
when his name comes, if he don't go number one and you're at 12 and 13 and the head coach, the owner and the GM are in the war room, they look at you and they go, some coaches are going to go, that's not my guy. So I'm saying if you don't go number one, I would not be shocked. The only he, other team I can see up maybe in the 20s. is Washington maybe taking a chance on him as well. well. I don't think if he goes number one, I and think I don't he ends up in the spot. 20s. No, I, I, I think, think he's spot. better fit. I just it's it's tough because you got the Cardinals, who's the only team that makes sense because right. of because of the coaching staff, well, yeah, because of the offense they he will run. I I am willing. If Arizona was sitting at twelve, and we're are we still having the same debate? No, no, well, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Cardinal, exactly. Cardinals run up there and say Kyler Murray, yeah, number twelve. Yeah. I, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So if you don't go number it's just one, so unfortunate. What's your guess? But like He's you top twenty, you make a great point earlier. Why not trade back? Yeah, if you're Arizona, because I don't I. I don't know. Or trade back up to get him and take Bosa. That would be the... And we had this talk. If I was Mayock, I would have called Arizona by now already and said, I want to go number one. And I want you to drop three spots. What's it going to take? I would have already called him. And then if I was the Raiders, before the draft started, I would have sent a picture of the whole thing to Nick Bosa of everybody and go, look at our guy. I'd have the contract signed. I'd have him already have an interview and the whole <laughs> nine yards. If I was Mayock and Gruden, that's what I'd have done. I'd have called him already and said, hey, tell you what. What's it going to take to move up? We want to be a number one. Since, we want to control our destiny here. Since we're still on Kyler Murray, what if he ends up in New England? That's incredible. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Does Does Belichick stick around after the Brady era to see it? See it, or does McDaniel's say, "Hey, I don't, I don't see where that comes from, though." How in the hell is he still on the board at thirty-two? I could see that. If Arizona don't go one, if I don't see him. I don't see another team. The only team well, we, I think would have a chance is a desperate team in Miami. I will bet anything that you want to bet for a year. Somebody I, I, I will bet you up. anything you want to bet. This guy is off the board by twenty, guaranteed. Oh no doubt, guaranteed. I mean, but what if does, does Belichick let's, trade up? Well, that's the, possible. Hey, it's no, a podcast. Possible. We can say what we want. Let's go six pack of PBR. If he ain't number one, he makes it to twenty. So he's got to go inside the top twenty. Yep. I'm I'll fine with that. We've got a six-pack of Paps. I'll bet, I'll bet I, I, you guys except, a case of Paps and he goes number one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm fine with this because he's going number one. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he doesn't go number one, he ends up in the 20s. I'll put a six-pack on that. <laughs> a lot of fun to talk with you guys today. Dallas, it was a pleasure. you got to make sure you Thanks join Thanks for having me. Often. I will join you guys whenever. Hey, this is awesome. Whenever you want. We can say what we want. It's a podcast. It's, it's exactly right. Yeah, we can yeah. say what we want. Yeah, we don't have we the... Can re- uh, we can reference Paps Blue Ribbon. We can. We don't have the stranglehold of AMFM uh, AM, FM radio here on iTunes. Uh, again, follow us, Bolts and Horns, and make sure you uh, like and recommend the show and subscribe. We're up every Tuesday. Bolts and Horns, a pro football show for Vinny Rondinelli and Dallas Leo. I'm Jordan Buscarini, and we are out.